Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, hot jock tops, and bossy power bottoms. Gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning. Allow me to introduce to you for the very first time in my gay expose podcast history. Bossy Power Bottom Productions. The year was 2017. And as I walked through the doors of that semi-fancy Italian restaurant once again and walked to the back closet, grabbed my hideous and grotesque uniform, walked to the back bathroom, changed into said uniform, and walked over to the bathroom mirror and just blankly stared at my reflection. And as I looked at that reflection in the mirror in that moment, I realized that the way I felt in my head simultaneously was a mirror reflection of that blank look that I was seeing right before my very eyes. I knew I was so beyond miserable. I was so unhappy. I was feeling all sorts of depression, like all the emotions and feelings of just not understanding why I continue to walk through that door each and every day over the course of the last like three plus years and walked into that restaurant and just continued to just revel in sheer misery. And as I exited the bathroom and began my shift and walked to my very first table of the evening and said, hello folks, my name is Ronnie and I'll be your server this evening. And we have a couple of specials that I should tell you about tonight. And as I began to describe each one of the ingredients on each of the dishes that we were featuring that evening, with every ingredient that left my lips, I felt as though it was like a knife was stabbed into my heart. And with each descriptor, the knife was just turning repetitively over and over. And that is how I felt in this moment. I just could not fake a smile and pretend that I actually cared about these individuals dining experience not one more time in this moment. And as I like walked away from the table and allowed them to decide in what it was they wanted for that dinner evening, I walked back to the serving area 
and just started casually having conversation with my coworker, Christian. Now, you guys, Christian was a very pretty boy, a straight boy, but because he and I worked the most often together, we had gotten very close. And in this time frame, outside of work, I was very happy because, well, this was my gay walk of shame era where I took the opportunity to jump on any dick that I found on Grindr pretty much consistently, uh, pretty much every moment that I had away from that restaurant, I was hopping from dick after dick after dick after dick. And I would come to work and the only thing that would give me life was to tell Christian these crazy stories that I was experiencing in this gay walk of shame era. And one day Christian just looked at me in his Colombian accent and said, dude, you should just write all this shit down. And in that moment, I had this light bulb, like idea. I needed to start a blog. And after that day, Gay Walk of Shame was born. And while that blog actually is no longer in existence for various reasons, it started this fire in my soul to create something. In 2020, I created this very show and I took most of that old gay walk of shame material and breathed a new breath of life each and every week on every one of these episodes that you hear before you. And you guys, the rest is fucking history. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill. And let's explore the entire notion of what it means to create your very own bossy power bottom empire. are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loud-mouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host. Popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that really just is the bossiest power bottom in the podcast world. My Gay Expose Podcast. And on this week's expose, oh, I am so fucking excited. Officially, we are live. Bossy Power Bottom Productions is now a thing. Signed, sealed, delivered, LLC'd, trademarked, all of it. I 
am the proud owner of my very own production company, and I could not be more excited. But you might be asking yourself, what does this mean? Explain. I don't fully understand. Well, guess what? This week, that is what we're going to get into. I am going to give you all the ins and outs of what Bossy Power Bottom Productions is all about and where I'm going with it, where it came from, why this is a thing. We'll answer all of those questions this week. But first, before we do that, I just want to say bossypowerbottom.com is now officially live. It's the official website for the production company itself. And I'll just explain a little bit about what this is really quick before we hop into all the little intricate pieces that encompass Bossy Power Bottom Productions. So listen, long story short, in 2020, I started this show after a failed attempt at a blog and I called it My Gay Expose Podcast. And obviously, I I wasn't good at the beginning. I really didn't know what I was saying or doing. I really just was clueless and had no fucking idea what the fuck I was actually doing. In fact, you know, on that note, I'm going to actually play just a little clip to sort of show you the growth that has happened since 2020 all the way to this current time frame. This is a little bit mortifying, but I feel like it's pertinent for you to fully understand how green I was way back when. So let's just hear what I sounded like back then now. Hey guys, this is Ronnie Washburn and welcome back to My Gay Expose Podcast. On this week's episode number three, Gay Walk of Shame. What is it? Why do I always say that phrase? What does it mean to me? Where did it come from? Where is it going? And what you need to know about that gay walk of shame. Oh! <laughs> I can't. Do you see what I'm saying? How fucking green I was? I sounded like a fucking deer in headlights. I was so quiet, shy, subdued. I thought I fucking had it all figured out. But I'm here to tell you that shit was god awful. And truth be told, that's actually why you can't hear any of that old shit anymore because most of it has been deleted for obvious reasons now that you've heard. But a truth be told, just as a little side note, I'm actually currently working on a Patreon and I have this really fun fucking way to take some of the older like clips that I have from my past beginning exposés and sort of just make fucking fun of myself and showcase them in Patreon form. <laughs> so stay tuned for information on that shit coming so, but, okay, so basically, long story short, three years later, here I am currently ranked number 14 of the top 100 best LGBTQ plus podcasts of all time, as I've said so many fucking times on this show. And, you know, I couldn't be more proud of my fucking baby that is this show. And, you know, here's the thing. I have grown so significantly. I've learned so much and I've just created this moment where now because the show has become so successful I have gotten so many of these other opportunities that are sort of just falling into my lap so you know 
I, I just decided it was time to create my own business model that would actually just be an umbrella production company for every single thing that I do. And, you know, the aim for this is to actually get to a place where I have other queer artists of all different various spectrums jump on board as well. I am full on in this moment of just supporting our voices of being queer in today's gay society. That's everything that I am is all invested into that fucking moment in this bossy power bottom productions moment. So let me just really quickly read before we get into all the little tidbits of the week. What you'll see when you log into bossypowerbottom.com, which is obviously the production company's website. So this is the introduction. This just sort of gives you a general basis of reference for what exactly this production company is. So on the website, it says as follows. Bossy Power Bottom Productions is a queer-owned and operated production company designed to highlight the artistic talents expression, and voice of every letter of the LGBTQ plus alphabet. Our stories of the queer experience are a vital part of our existence. And what better way to share those stories in only the most open-minded or bossy power bottom of ways. Podcasts and other media productions, blogs, books, and other written work, social campaigns, Clothing, design, and so much more are all presented to the world with unapologetic LGBTQ plus pride exclusively by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. And so that's basically shorthand what this production company is really just all about. It's a showcase of our queer voices. And my aim is to eventually get other queer members of today's society on board, get their work out there. Because, I mean, if you listen along to this show, you know that I am so open-mindedly loud-mouthed about the queer experience. So much so that I will do just about anything to get that message out there. And artistic forms of that expression is what I am here for in this moment. That is what my entire life is really all about. So let me just go into all the different like pieces that currently create like every puzzle piece that is this bossy power bottom production puzzle right now. We've got the only reason why this entire production company is even a fucking thing in this moment. My Gay Expose podcast. This very show. The literal, like, door has opened because of this show to all of these other fucking opportunities. And listen, it has been so fulfilling and rewarding. And finally getting that recognition that I deserve in my fucking 40s is just something that I can't even like put into words. Sometimes I still look at the numbers each and every fucking week and I can't believe that people love this show as much as they do. It just blows my mind. 
My DMs are full, so much so that I can't get to each and every one. So if you ever feel like I don't read like a message that you send me, don't take it personal. It's just, there's a lot of that going on right now. And I'm just to a place where I should hire an assistant, but I can't quite afford to do that just yet. That's something in the not too distant future for sure. But you guys, this show has just given me a new desire to be in this world, to exist. I know my purpose in life is to tell a story and fucking tell that story like nobody else can. I could sell a story to anyone like you would never fucking believe. The intricate details that I'm capable of putting into a story, I now know is a fucking gift And I'm so fucking talented at it, you guys. And I'm not trying to just like sit here and toot my own horn. These are all things that people have literally dropped in my lap over the course of the last few years. And so I just want to thank each and every one of you for all the kind words that you've thrown my way that have just made me feel so like important and just really given me a desire and a drive to continue bringing more new fun fucked up shit to this show each and every week. But let me just tell you a little bit about how the show's doing specifically and all the reasons why this production company has just got to be a thing now because this show is just getting way too big for my britches. (laughs) Okay, so first and foremost, we have 74 live episodes currently that are out there. Now, I've had so many more that I've done in the past, but... You know, when you get to a place where you're like reveling in all of this success, you have to kind of go back and realize there's some really fucked up shit that you just don't want the rest of the world to hear. And like listening to that little clip in the beginning, that's a perfect example of some of the shit that I've deleted because I just didn't know what I was fucking doing in the beginning. And I've just learned and grown and I've gotten advice from peers in the industry. And it's just been such a rewarding experience to just watch myself or actually just listen to myself develop over the course of the last few years. But we're currently sitting at 147,174 total plays. And listen, at the time of this recording, this episode isn't going to debut for another couple months. So it will be far past that moment once this episode finally drops. It'll probably be double that at that current rate that the show is going believe it or not. It's just so exciting to see the growth each and every day. Out of all of the 195 countries out in the world today, I've got 113 that have tuned into this show. We've got the United States, the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, Ireland, New Zealand, Germany, Brazil, India, Japan, Romania, Argentina, France, Mexico, Netherlands, South Africa, South Korea, Morocco, Spain, Saudi Arabia, Israel, Hong Kong, Singapore, Philippines, Italy, United Arab Emirates, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, Switzerland, Hungary, Poland, Belgium, Taiwan, Malaysia, Peru, Portugal, Thailand, Dominican Republic, Austria, Finland, Kenya, Indonesia, Honduras, Colombia, China, Bangladesh, Vietnam, Croatia, Puerto Rico, Iceland, Russia, Pakistan, Czech Republic, Turkey, Chile, Greece, Luxembourg, Slovakia, Sri Lanka, Egypt, Guatemala, 
Belarus. <laughs> I don't even know if I said that one right, but Belarus it is. <laughs> Ukraine, Serbia, Nigeria, Costa Rica, Madagascar, Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago, Iran, El Salvador, Malta, Ecuador, Bulgaria, Nicaragua, Panama, Slo Slovenia. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. This is going to get a little bit more difficult. I have a feeling. Namibia, Namibia, N-A-M-I-B-I-A, -I -I Namibia, <laughs> Malawi, Algeria, Uruguay, Ghana, Montenegro, Tun Tunisia, T-U-N-I-S-I-A, Tun I, I don't even know what the fuck that is, Kuwait, Cyprus, Oman, Bahrain, <laughs> B-A-H-R-A-I-N, whatever that country is, yes, that one. <laughs> Barbados, Grenada, Palestine, Ghana, Maritus, Equatorial, Ghana, U.S. Minor, Outlaying Islands, Quadar, Tanzania, Sudan, Cabo Verde, Martinique, Bahamas, Maldives. Why are these starting to get harder as we go? <laughs> Hashemite Kingdom of Jordan, Cambodia, Estonia, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Aruba, Chad, Lavida, L-A-T-V-I-A, Latvia, <laughs> Somalia, Burma, Dutch East Indies, and the list goes on and on, just to name a few. And I'm so sorry if I listed your country wrong. I just chalk it up to the fact that I'm, you know, I don't, I don't really read outside of English very often. That's eh, probably not an excuse, but that's what we're going with in this moment. But literally 113 out of the 195 countries that are in existence have tuned in to My Gay Expose podcast. All 50 states in the United States have tuned in, as well as thousands and thousands of cities throughout the country, you guys, have tuned in to My Gay Expose podcast. The top 10 most listened to episodes are in descending order. Number 10, can you go from ex-boyfriend to best friend? Number nine, lights, camera, sex tape. Number eight, a DM full of dick pics. Number seven, cheater, cheater, big cock, eater. Number six, popper, sommelier. Number five, the bootyful truth about dirty butt sex. Number four, opening your back door to boys in open relationships. Number three, don't judge a cock by its foreskin. Number two, the pink dick challenge. And the number one most listened to expose of all time. Do you think you know what it is? Are you guessing already in this moment? <laughs> Drum roll, please. Number one, that hot jock top energy. And to be honest with you, I have no idea why that's the top performing expose. And if I'm to be honest, that's one of the episodes that I put the least amount of effort into. So it kind of just blows my mind that that's the number one expose of all time. It, I just, uh, the show itself is currently ranked number 14 of the top 100 best LGBTQ plus podcasts of all time. A podcast critic once described this very show as one big, bold, boisterous, and overly unapologetic gay overshare. And I could not agree with that description more. It's just so beyond fulfilling 
rewarding, life-enriching to just receive all of this praise and adoration. And, you know, even the hateful shit. I love it. I eat it up. You know, they say when the haters start coming from you, from you, for you, (laughs) that's when you know that you fucking arrived. Because when you start getting all that hateful shit, it's just because when people take the time out of their day to send you a hateful or hurtful message, that means that technically I've won. Because if you've wasted your time sending me a message that I'm not going to take personal, then I've just officially stolen that time and you're never getting it back. So you guys, it just, it's only going to get better from here. And I'm literally seeing the numbers grow so significantly. And really the premise of this entire show, as you've heard over the course of the last few years, is just me talking about everything I want, regardless of the ramifications, regardless of what I think other people feel and what I think that they think I should be talking about, I'm going to do this show the way that Ronnie Washburn knows how. And that is just to let everything just fall out of my mouth in only the most bossy power bottom of ways. And that is the entire dynamic of this show. And it's just opened up this floodgate of all of these other amazing opportunities that I will now disclose for you. And the sole reason why There is a reason to create Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Next up is really just a passion project that I just feel obligated to spew out to the world. And as you all know, if you listen along to the show, you know that I'm very fucking passionate about the whole HIV slash AIDS epidemic and just educating the world on all things HIV, AIDS, sexual health, PrEP, HIV, undetectability, all of it. I just feel like this little burning desire to, you know, talk about it because the rest of the country just doesn't want to fucking talk about it because it's a gay thing, right? So for that reason, because it affects my community so fucking much. I feel like it's my job as, you know, somebody who's established themselves on this platform and is literally been thrusted into the public eye that I it's my job to tell everybody what they need to fucking know. Because one of the lessons that I have learned about this show over the course of the last few years is that I again, I've said it so many times on this show, I live in this cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble where my entire life is just so fucking gay. And I know that like among me and my close tight-knit circle of friendships, we're all fully educated on all of this sexual health and STDs and HIV and like undetectability and PrEP and how to protect yourself in those types of situations. Everybody just fully understands and knows all the ins and outs of every single aspect that you need to know, especially if you consider yourself to be a gay man. But what I'm learning is that people who listen to this show that are outside of this cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble, they have no fucking clue. They're just clueless, absolutely clueless. And it just blows my mind because I think that I feel like if you're gay or just consider yourself to be a member of the LGBTQ plus alphabet, you should be fully in the know of all of this shit. 
And if you don't know, well, that's why one in eight individuals in the United States is walking around HIV positive and wait for it, doesn't even fucking know it. And it's just high time that we get to a place where everybody needs to understand that this is still a thing that we can eliminate if we all just get educated and understand what it is that we're doing in our lives and how to maneuver around that journey. You know, and participating in the AIDS life cycle and just like learning what it's like to be in that community and just feeling all the love of all the individuals that I did on that week-long bike ride from San Francisco to Los Angeles last year. And in this moment, I by the time this episode drops, it, the AIDS life cycle will be over for 2023. But as I'm recording this, I'm like stacking up a bunch of episodes to get through that month of June. Because, you know, after the AIDS life cycle, there's LA Pride, and then I come back to San Francisco, and then just a couple weeks later, there's San Francisco Pride, and Pride Month for me is like my Christmas. That is my month-long celebration, and I don't plan on doing a whole hell of a lot of recordings, so I'm stacking up a bunch of episodes to ensure that I have, you know, the necessary time to celebrate, like, everything that I need to celebrate in the moment of June. So that being said, you know, doing things like the candlelight vigil to just commemorate all the lives we've lost to the AIDS crisis back in the 80s and early 90s, like we did at the AIDS Life Cycle, and just feeling all the emotions and just learning so much about people's individual stories and just like getting fully immersed in the entire HIV AIDS cause. I realized it's my job to just be an advocate for this specific topic of conversation. So that being said, the next aspect of Bossy Power Bottom Productions is at the time of this recording, not currently out for the world to consume at the moment, but it's a project that's in development. And by the time this episode drops, it might actually be out there. I don't know yet because I don't have like a full-blown launch date set up for it in this moment, but it's a project called The Positive and HIV. And I've talked about it a couple times on the show, but the aim for this project is to actually get voices out there of people who are living with HIV. And just to assure people that this is a thing that is actually real in today's society, to destigmatize what you might think of others who are HIV positive, to create a moment where you understand that people go through their lives living with this and how they cope with it, and even getting the testimonials of individuals who are HIV negative and even go through the motions of dating positive individuals. This is a real fucking thing. And I just want so bad to just create this platform to just showcase that there really is a positive in HIV. And I actually have plans to hopefully, with everybody's permission, of course, get some testimonials while I'm on the AIDS life cycle this year and just get some stories from some individuals that I meet throughout the ride. And I'm really hoping to put together some really good shit. I even thought about doing a couple of episodes dedicated to that specifically on this show. There's a bunch of stuff that's in the works. There's a a live Instagram account currently in the moment. It's called The Positive in HIV. So go ahead and follow that on Instagram at the positive in HIV. And honestly, there's a, on the bossypowerbottom.com website, there is a full little 
like piece on the page dedicated to the positive in HIV with a description. If you have any questions, if you even want to be involved, you guys slide into my DMs. I really do want to get every single person on board this project. I'm so fucking passionate about this shit. And I really just want the entire fucking world to see the positive in HIV. You guys, listen, I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster. And it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. Next up, we've got the official show merch line, Bossy Power Bottom Wear. Now, for those of you not in the know, I'm constantly shamelessly plugging this on a fucking regular basis because, well, I want you to buy my fucking merch. (laughs) But I'm literally, I'm going to go over like what this is, why I created it, and then I'm going to go over each and every one of the pieces individually so that you get a little bit more of a grasp of what it is that I'm trying to convey here within this line. Now, here's the thing. I have updated this line several times since the debut in November, and I feel like I've cut out the pieces that just weren't working and weren't selling, and I've shortened a lot of the phrasing so that it's a lot more straightforward and to the point, and I basically just created a set you know, style that I feel is like conducive to the show. It really, it just goes hand in hand with my gay expose podcast. So long story short, what ends up happening in the podcast world is that a lot of podcasts will create a merch line. Now, here's the thing. I have at least four shows that I absolutely love and listen to religiously on a regular basis. And no matter how much I love these shows, buying a t-shirt with their logo on it That's just not something I'm ever going to do. So I decided to take things just a little bit different and do a little bit of a like completely 360 angle in regards to a merch line for a podcast series. And I decided that instead of doing shirts and shit with like just my face and my logo on them, which I think is stupid and no offense to you if that's what you do out there, that's just not my jam. I just decided that I'm doing shit that I feel is conducive to the show. So in other words, as I've stated before, Pride Month is my absolute favorite time of the year. I look forward to the month of June every single year. I love to celebrate our pride. Being gay is something I'm so comfortable and proud with as a fucking 42-year-old man. And I just want to celebrate the victory that I have personally been able to hurdle over in regards to just finally embracing who I am as a gay man. 
So that being said, I'm known for being very bold, blunt, direct, outlandish, inappropriate, etc. So what better way to create a merch line that you would see out at any of the gay press pride festivals that would just showcase the most inappropriate sayings of all time. But also simultaneously, there's meaning behind each and every piece because there are phrases or even specific pieces that have been just created because of it, one specific episode itself. So let me just really quick go over each one of the pieces and what I have written on the website itself is that Bossy Power Bottom Wear is a gay lifestyle and clothing merch line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. And it just it really is very that. All pieces are inspired by My Gay Expose podcast and the life experiences of the misguided mind. Of Ronnie Washburn. And that's it. And the first piece is done in a t-shirt and a hoodie. And it's called Looking for My Next Gay Walk of Shame. And as you know, Gay Walk of Shame is the title of my upcoming book, my blog from the past, and just something that I have like created as one of my signature sayings, signature pieces. It's just, I have the little Sutro Tower logo in on the piece itself. It's very Ronnie Washburn. And that Sutro Tower has meaning because it is the signature piece in the story of the Gay Walk of Shame book, which there, more of that will be revealed once the book is dropped and you'll find out what exactly that Sutro Tower means in this moment. So stay tuned for that. The next piece is Ginger's Taste Better. And I mean, obviously, being a ginger, I had to include this because, well, ginger's taste better. <laughs> Done in a hoodie and a t-shirt in various different sizes and colors. The next piece is your boyfriend sent me nudes on Grindr. And I just felt this appropriate because, you know, Grindr is like 60% of the subject matter on this show. So, I mean... I had to include Grinder in some way, shape, and form. And that's done in a hoodie as well as t-shirt form. Popper Sommelier is one that I'm actually very proud of. And truth be told, one of the top sellers. And I actually just have it like as a tank top t-shirt. But it's like the word poppers and then the I in sommelier is actually a bottle of poppers. Really fucking cute. I, by the way, just as a side note, I designed all of these pieces myself. So I'm also very proud of that. So the fact that you all are buying my merch that I created by hand myself, is just super fucking exciting and overwhelming. The next piece is obviously the signature. Bossy power bottom. Done in a hoodie as well as a tank and a t-shirt. The next one's done in a t-shirt alone and it's certified jockstrap inspector. And I really just envisioned this to be that one piece that you would rock at any of your gay or pride events, right? I mean, it's it just, it's perfect. It's just, it's very me. And it's just something that I felt I had to put in this collection. The next t-shirt option is never drinking Again, and again, this is actually, believe it or not, one of the top sellers. I feel like this is probably my only piece that's not specifically gay. 
so, you know, I think that might be why it's doing well. But also, it's as a, like a little bit of a sidebar. I have only the T-shirt available on RonnieWashburn.com and MyGayExposePodcast.com. But on Bossy Power Bottom Wear, excuse me, BossyPowerBottom.com, you actually have the perk of getting a Never Drinking Again hoodie exclusive to BossyPowerBottom.com. So just keep that in mind if you want that Never Drinking Again hoodie. The next t-shirt option is Bottoms Eat Ass 2. And if you listen along to the show, I don't think I have to explain that I clearly love to eat ass. And obviously, I identify as a bottom. So therefore, Bottoms Eat Ass 2. <laughs> the next piece is a t-shirt, and it's inspired by one of my best friends, Victor, who lives by this rule as law. And this t-shirt says, must be at least eight inches in order to ride. And believe it or not, I didn't think this, but this is actually one of the top sellers as well. The next t-shirt piece is, I'm somewhere in between Twink and Daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's just how I identify and feel in this moment because I'm not quite a twink anymore, but I'm definitely not a daddy just yet. And the next t-shirt piece is honorary cum dump. I just felt it was appropriate. I mean, who doesn't love to be a cum dump, right? <laughs> but that one's actually selling pretty well too, believe it or not, but probably the most outlandish and potentially inappropriate, which is pretty much just my entire life and my entire brand. The next t-shirt option done in prep pill blue lettering is my favorite color is prep pill blue. And this is the only piece that is actually that like full on prep pill blue color in regards to the lettering. Everything else is either black or white. So this is just a little new fun piece that I just recently added a couple of weeks ago, and it's actually selling really well. I have a feeling it's going to be a top seller as well, but we'll just have to see how all of that shit plays itself out. So once again, it is my favorite color is prep pill blue in actual prep pill blue. The next two are canvas bags. So San Francisco is very canvas bag heavy for those of you who live outside of this cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble. So they're canvas bags because that's what we all carry around here. And pretty much, if you remember the slutty power bottom hoe bag where I did an episode where I talked about these six essential items that you should carry in your slutty power bottom hoe bag that really just ensure that when you're out and about on your day, you've had like two meals, you've been on your feet all day, you're exhausted, you're a little sweaty because it's a little bit warmer than the norm. And you get hit on by that hot jock top that you've been eyeing on your grinder grid for weeks. And he wants you to come over right now for a fucking, you don't have time to go home and shower. These six essential items that you carry in your slutty power bottom hoe bag will ensure that you sit on that hot jock top dick and pop off with a clean bill of health. And if you want those six essential items, go back into the slutty power bottom hoe bag expose and find out what they are, but there's two bags. One's done in like a khaki color with black lettering and one's done in a black color with white lettering. So 
The next one I did for obvious reasons, and this is probably the one that's getting the most attention and is a top seller as well, but it is called The Drag Church for Filth is what the title of this specific piece is. But it says on the shirt as follows. I'd rather take my kids to a drag show than to a church. And I have worn this out and the amount of fucking attention it has gotten is just mind-blowing. So check it out when you get the opportunity. It's the Drag Church for Filth, and it says, once again, I'd rather take my kids to a drag show than to a church. And then last but most certainly not least, the one piece that I actually developed where 100% of the proceeds go directly to my AIDS life cycle journey. And listen, we're in a space where Donations aren't being collected for AIDS Life Cycle in this current moment, but every single time that this shirt gets purchased, I sock it away in my savings account. And the moment that AIDS Life Cycle like donations become a thing again in September, all of that money will be like plopped into my AIDS Life Cycle journey. So I will not profit not one dime off the purchase of this piece, you guys. So just keep that in mind. But it's called the U equals U. And we all know what U equals U is, right? It's undetectable equals untransmittable. So this shirt actually says you equals you. So let's fuck. And once again, 100% of the proceeds go directly to my AIDS life cycle journey. So that's the entire collection. There was so much more when I started, but again, I like learned what was working, what wasn't. And that is what you will find on Bossy Power Bottom Wear on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I washburn.com, mygayexposepodcast.com, and now on bossypowerbottom.com. So last but most certainly not least, and probably the most important piece to this Bossy Power Bottom Productions puzzle, and probably I would say most underappreciated, is writing. And, you know, writing is the backbone for every single creative project that I do. You know, I've gotten so good at this podcast gig that I really just freestyle my way through most of it. Like, every once in a while, I'll make, like, bullet points just so I don't forget to say something. But for the most part, I don't really write for the show anymore. I did a lot at the beginning. But now, now I just kind of, like, wing it. And it's become some of the most successful shit of the show are the ones that I just really don't have any idea what I'm going to say until I press record and just start talking. But writing is a very, like, passionate thing in my life. I just, I, I love it so much. I discovered it back in 2017, as I've stated on this show, where I started writing a blog called Gay Walk of Shame. And one of the biggest reasons why Gay Walk of Shame no longer exists was because I had written so many entries. But you guys, back then, I was not a good writer. I have grown and learned so much about writing over the course of the last, like, fuck, I don't even know how long it's been, like, five, six plus years that I am just, I, I had to take it down. There was too much to go through and edit. It was just it, it was too much of a clusterfuck. So this is actually why I decided to create my very first book titled 
gay walk of shame because I needed to take some of those most epic and iconic moments. Some of those stories that I went to Christian about at that restaurant every single day and told him that I was going through. And he's like, dude, you should write this down. That's where all of this began. But they were so like iconic. The stories were so like crazy and just shit that like you would never believe would happen to me like that's the kind of shit that happens to me I have a friend that I catch up with on a regular basis and every time we get together I like tell him a story about some shit that I'm going through with like a guy like a date or just like a hookup or whatever have you and he is just like girl you are like one of the best fucking storytellers that I've ever met in my life you literally like I can't believe the crazy shit that happens to you and you know he's right. It's true. I'm I'm literally one of those people who it's like, like, this is how my life goes. Like all the most awkward, crazy situations that you ever found yourself in. I can almost rest assured that I've been through more than what you have been in, in your awkwardness. <laughs> like that is how my life fucking works. So what better way to express that through writing? So I am currently working on my very first book entitled Gay Walk of Shame. And I'll read you the little like introduction here in just a moment to just give you a better feel of what that's about. But I have been kind of for a few years working on a, another blog entitled A Gay in the Life of Ronnie. And you can find this blog on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com. There's eight entries specifically. I did write them a very long time ago. And at the time of this recording, I am actually working on a lot more to publish on this blog because writing is just such an important dynamic in my life. I need to express myself in written form. So some of the entries that are currently on the blog as we sit in this moment are Ronnie rates gay shit. And then I wrote a blog entry about can you go from ex-boyfriend to best friend it's the story of one of my exes and how we were able to break things off and then become best friends and how the dynamic of that entire process went down I wrote a blog entry called nothing tastes as good as skinny feels and it's just a like blog entry about like my misguided mindset in regards to body dysmorphia and like that entire journey I wrote another blog entry called Gay Baby Daddy, where I talked about my son and what it's like to be a gay father. I wrote a blog entry called Gay Travel Karma, where I talked about my most epic traveling situation of all time. I tripped to Thailand and it was just so fucking life-changing that I just absolutely had to write about that experience. And then I wrote a blog entry called Are We Dating or Are We Ghosting? Because, I mean, I had just felt so inclined to like share with the world that ghosting is a fucking normal thing in today's gay society. And so there's a blog entry on that. I wrote a blog entry on my very first AIDS life cycle journey and how that shit changed my life. And then the last entry that's currently on the blog itself is basically the bossy power bottom hoe diet, where I pretty much give a recipe of what you should eat if you want a bottom like a boss with full-blown confidence. And so those are the eight entries that are currently lying on the blog itself. I am working on more. I do feel like writing is something I need to like, it's just such a part of who I am. I need to like continue this blogging journey. I actually got 
I've mentioned this on the show before, but there's, I met a girl at my restaurant that I'm working at and she's a writer and we kind of like connected and she invited me to a couple of readings that were just really incredible. And so I've just recently been immersed into this local artist, like spoken word performance dynamic that I'm really feeling pretty incredibly. And I just, I'm so into that moment and hearing some of these amazing writers go up and just read their shit. And I realized that some of them are so good and so like amazing. And then some of them are just like, eh, you know, they're all right, but they're like, not the greatest. I know that I could produce some fuck, fucking epic shit. I know it. I, I'm capable of getting up on that goddamn stage and just, can you imagine? <laughs> That's actually in the cards for my future. Just as a little side note, I have some really incredible, like, public speaking opportunities that are only because of the show. And so I can't really talk about those yet. But like, that being said, by the time this episode drops, there might be more on the A Gay in the Life of Ronnie blog. A few years back, I did write a child's book, believe it or not. And it's basically, I just decided that you know, after years and years of just like, kind of like, just basically having it saved in my computer, I realized like, why not just fucking publish this shit? It's such a good story. And it's going to be a series. And it's gonna be like subtly gay themed, because obviously, everything I do has like a little gay undertone. And it's really just named after my son. It's called like, well, I'm not going to reveal that yet. We'll get to all of that later. But long story short, it's like a story about a little boy and going in and out of imagination. And you guys, it's such a fucking good story. I'm so fucking proud of it. And I officially decided to illustrate myself. So stay tuned for that. That will also be another avenue that we'll be revisiting in my future. So, I mean, I, there's all these other writing projects that are in the cards as well. But the one writing project that I have to say I am so beyond fucking proud to and oh I just can't wait for it to be a thing officially is my first book entitled Gay Walk of Shame and I'm just gonna read really quick for all of you I know I've done this once before and I think a re-expose segment but I think it's just I want to give you a little bit of a grasp and a little bit more understanding of what exactly this is now it's an autobiography that's all true and actual events with actual real characters in my real life. Uh, but some of the details are fictionalized just for the record. But let me just read a note from the author now. This is the actual full-blown introduction. This memoir is loosely based on actual events. I use the term loosely based because while all the actual stories are real events... Some of the filler moments, as well as the characters' actual names, have been fictionalized to protect character identities, as well as sprinkle in that little extra spice to make it seem like my life is that much more interesting. This is in part to the idea that for most of this time frame, I was more often than not fully inebriated and have recounted what I remember to the best of my ability. But make no mistake. The one sentiment that is the most important truth about this story is the overall theme. True gay love. We've all seen and heard those stories of gays falling in love and finding their happily ever after. We've all watched those terrible low-budget gay-themed movies buried deep 
within the LGBTQ plus section of the Netflix catalog with questionable actors poorly portraying fairy tale stories of gays finally finding their prince charming after so many life altering hurdles. We've all seen those gay storylines that make the HBO cut for a new series, but don't get renewed for a second season because most of the money is put into the sex scenes and not into the writing of the struggle that dating within the gay community brings in hopes of finding true love. But this story, this story is the real truth of gay love in San Francisco. And the real truth is that if you're gay and looking for love, you're still looking because in San Francisco, gay love is nowhere to be found. So if you're hoping for that gay true love or that happily ever after moment, well, this story isn't for you. This story is the story of a group of gay friends that are still on that constant and continuous quest for true love that more often than not always leads to that gay walk of shame. And that's it, you guys. That's the introduction to my book. I'm actually almost done with it. I'm so fucking excited to debut that to the world under the production company of Bossy Power Bottom production. So stay tuned for that. And that's it, you guys. That is everything that's on the roster for Bossy Power Productions in this moment, whether it's already out or slated to drop in the not too distant future. And I'm so excited to collaborate, do more work with other individuals and just get our queer voices out and as loud as we really so desperately need them to be in today's gay society. So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, hot jock tops or bossy power bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot, or at any rate, you learned about all the little pieces that come together to create bossy power bottom productions. And you guys, I'm so much more excited about like what can develop from this in the future what other queer artists want to jump on board any collaborations or projects that i have in my future to get our queer voices out to the entire world i'm so fucking excited to just create that as my brand under the production company no as bossy power bottom productions and listen, if you have any questions about this entire production company process at all in regards to what it is, or if you missed anything throughout the episode, give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and ask away. I am so happy to answer any of your questions here on the show. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars, follow on Spotify, and click five stars there too. And don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. 
follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the official show website, MyGayExposePodcast.com. And there you'll find any information that you need to know about the show, including the official show question for the Your Gay Expose segment each and every week. And don't forget to check out the official show merch line, Bossy Power Bottom Wear at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com. MyGayExposePodcast.com. Or now on BossyPowerBottom.com. And there you'll find anything that you need in regards to your next gay or upcoming Pride event. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will be a bossy power bottom once again with you next time. Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.